Hello, I'm Ali Selby. And I'm Matthew Kidman, and it's confession season. What were our worst stock picks for 2022? I'm sure there's quite a few shockers in there. So Alibaba, you know, it was a company we owned for a long time. We understood well. We sold out of it in our uh, global strategies, our international fund towards the end of 2020. Of course, then had a good sell-off and it was down 35, 40%. And uh, we jumped on this as the, you know, the opportunity to buy back into this story. And of course, then ultimately it went a lot, a lot lower. And there, there's a really simple lesson from this that is applied uh, uh, for everyone or applications for everyone. And that is that when a story like that, which everyone has so loved and, and so bought into, that when you start to see the first things going wrong, you know, we tend to remember why it was such a good story and, and, and don't give it time for really the bad news to flow out. You've got to give the market time to catch up with how that story has changed and just see how deeply they market down. One of the worst ones was uh, Liberty Financial down just over 20% over the last 12 months. It's a non-bank financial institution. Just like a few of the companies, it didn't miss a beat as far as earnings were concerned, but it's an interest margin. It's starting to come under pressure because unlike banks, it doesn't have a deposit base. And so the cost of financing is going up a lot. So pressuring its margins. And so what we're seeing is that the, um, the, the market's got earnings going backwards this year and next year. And as a result, the stock's fallen a fair bit. I'm still, we're still long, I don't mind it. It's a 10% yield, 6.5% PE. It's going to be a tough next 6 to 12 months, but we think it's okay. This year's been a learning year. Um, zero has been our worst investment, ironically our best investment the year before. If you look back at the start of the year, I would say that the company didn't really deliver that differently to what you would have hoped to see it deliver in 2022 as we get to the end of it. But it, you know, what's it a reminder of? It's not all about how the company is faring. You know, this has been a year where we've been reminded that valuation is very important as well. And, you know, probably for me, it's been a reminder that you can buy a great business, but it can still be a bad investment. Just as, you know, you can buy a bad business, it can be a great investment. Growth at any price out the window. Absolutely. Back growth at a reasonable price back in. Yeah. We have held zero since COVID. Uh, and clearly it's been a terrible performer this year. Um, the main reason has been, I think, on the cost base. Uh, the cost base has been really um, mismanaged. You know, they've overspent through that time. Revenue growth hasn't been a problem. You know, been, they grew at 30% and they'll probably grow about 20% the next year in terms of top line. But they really need to address their costs and we need to see some you know, profit at the bottom. Have you sold out of that position or have we you been did, adding to look, it? Look, we did sell down and now we're looking more to add to it. Sakinda's coming on, we've met her, the new CEO, and. Uh, we like what we are hearing from her, but we want to see what her plan is before we you know, push the lever in terms of buying more. We had a few really poor investments and they were mainly at the micro cap end. So liquidity was a real issue, even though the companies themselves mightn't have performed operationally that badly. So I would pick of all them a little company called Maggie Beer Holdings, which is everyone knows the brand name, food company, had some assets they were trying to get rid of, hasn't quite worked out. It's, it's been a bit of a mess. The earnings haven't had the momentum you would have thought, but let's see how it comes out in the end, but it, it's probably halved and hard to get out of those small caps. So you end up saying they're your worst investments.
not many stocks have gone down a lot. The biggest one is actually uh, Megaport. Um, you know, we believe, big believer in Megaport. It's a small position for us, but we always believe you need, you need to future-proof your portfolio and a little company like that with such fast growth uh, and adoption across, you know, uh, the cloud and demand for cloud and for data. Uh, this company is well leveraged to it. Um, clearly, last 12 months has been very rocky for mm. this company. Uh, to start with, it was a very expensive business. Um, it would, you know, it's not a cash flow profitable business. Um, it's hit, hitting very close to it, um, but um, but it is a very rapid growth business, and that has really um, really hurt its um, hurt its share price because it was too expensive. Um, what have we learned from it? Uh, look, you know, we we still hold Megaport. Uh, we still think it's a great company. Um, you know, on the long term view, uh, just for the time being, it probably will stay at where it is, just simply because um, it is on expensive valuation. Confessional time. Everyone had bad stocks in 2022. What was the one that sticks in your head that gives you nightmares? Definitely Netflix. So I was quite late getting invested in, in Netflix. If you remember, there was that really exciting Korean show, Squid Games, that came on and the stock ran really hard. And I had the view that, you know, there's a very strong content slate at Netflix. Content was going to drive users and users was going to drive earnings. That was my thesis. And we got in after the Squid Games run up and that whole model, that whole thesis sort of broke down. They did have a very strong content slate, but they weren't getting any users and that was impacting earnings. So the stock fell 20% one day. And the only silver lining in this story is that I sold it the day after it, it um, first corrected and it went down another 40, 50% after that. So you can turn a very bad idea um, into a better one or not quite as bad if you're very disciplined and getting out of these bad ideas once you recognize that they've been bad. It was Mars Group, uh, the ticker there is MGH. I think the learning there was uh, the company did a lot of acquisitions over the last 12 months and actually went through a very uh, bad period of cash flow conversion, which was intended. But I guess when you're looking at a company like that, you're looking at the property value, you think that the share price fall will at least go to what you consider as fundamentals at that property value. In the case of Mars Group, it fell well below. And I think that was largely due to the fact they'd done many acquisitions. But it was still positive to the company and still one of the largest holdings in WAM, in WAM Capital. Yeah, surprising is actually Sonic Healthcare, uh, and it's probably a stock we're not, not upset to lose money on, to be honest, because it's been a great long-term compounder, and we think in the coming years we'll do well on it. I think we'll call out a little bit in terms of seeing the, the way that the, um, the COVID testing levels rebased, the revenues from that, uh, that really impacted the short-term outlook for the, for the business, and that's what sort of drove it lower. Sounds like you still own it. We do.